I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program reality. Welcome everyone to Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android. And floating around here somewhere is our moderator extraordinaire, Futurosity. And we're here to keep you informed about all that's happening in virtual reality. We record our episodes live in AltSpace every week, and you can join us from your PC or VR headset. Just log into AltSpace, join our Simulation Nation channel, and teleport in to offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. And by the way, our, our uh, little uh, join our channel thing uh, was done by Cos, who's out here in the audience. Uh, we'll have to give you uh, a thanks for that, Cos. Um, anyways, uh, that was, a, that was nice. a little while ago. Today, we are very excited to have the co-founder of the BlackRock Collective VR with us. BlackRock is a major force behind bringing Burning Man into the metaverse, where we can hop realities and art installations without all that pesky desert dust. BlockRock's mission is to foster a diverse, creative, Burning Man-inspired community who build immersive and inclusive social experiences that encourage collaboration, elevate artists, and delight participants. Uh, All of those things are incredible in their own right. For their previous efforts, they won the 2021 Producers Guild of America Award for Innovation, Ladies and gentlemen, give a badass emoji welcome for Doug Jacobson. How's that? There we go. (laughs) That was quite an intro. Well, there's a lot to introduce. You guys are doing some amazing things. So I'm so glad to have you here, Doug. And I know that, you know, Burning Man is what, 10 days away or so? Is that? Yes, it is. So you've got a lot to do. So we really. I just felt that in my stomach. We really appreciate you taking the time out and and uh, coming and and talking to us here. Uh, did, oh, there goes my hand. My hand is floating away. Sadly, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> now your hand's floating away. There's a lot of floating hands going on. No. Um, in any case, so right controller not frowned. Okay, well I've just lost my right controller. Let's see if I can get it back. Uh, but in the meantime, handed. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we were talking just before we started, and we you mentioned that you had been in the audience before for two, uh, at least one or two of our previous guests who are helping you uh, a lot with your project. So uh, do you want to mention who you may have seen here and who's been helping with uh, BlackRock? Well, uh, I saw Nira as a burning saucer and a surprise, too, up his sleeve, which... I've seen a little bit of, but I don't know. And Nira's got some uh, some amazing MREs for us this year. You know, can't have Burning Man without goggles and masks and stuff. People think the masks are referred to COVID, but it's actually dust masks for the playa, the playa dust. So it's, oh, it's pretty right. funny. Right. That's so funny. Yeah, we, we've we had, uh, like I said, those uh, two previous uh, guests are, are some of our favorites, which were Nira and Kaz, who are incredible world builders. And we even have a poster on our wall over here from our amazing after party at the Burning uh, Flying Saucer that Kaz created for you guys and for Burning Man uh, last year. So we're so excited to continue the tradition here and, and uh, have you on board. So thank you so much again. Yeah, that's great. Uh, there will be more Burning Saucer, I hear. At the burn this year. Great. So, um, I'm kind of excited about that. Can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait to see the 2.0 saucer with the whole upgrade and everything. Um, by the way, I don't know if he's really upgraded it, but now he feels obligated to do it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I nudge him. Nice. Um, <laughs> goodbye. See you later. <laughs> he's going to work on his saucer. 
And, um, and of course, not to spill the beans, but just maybe we may be able to pressure cause into showing us a sneak peek of one of his new projects. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not if we're yes, nice enough. Possible. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Cool. I hope so. So, so we, you've got an incredible team of creative, excited, uh, interesting people around. So we need to figure out who is this guy, Doug, who gets all these incredible people around him. And we're going to touch on your origin story. So let's go all the way back to the beginning. Uh, I think we have to cover at least how you got involved in uh, uh, VR, where you came from, your background, and then even uh, Burning Man. <clears throat> um I went to USC film school in the early nineties. I got out and started, uh, sort of documenting the electronica scene of the nineties and burning man and making documentaries and working in editing post-production. Uh, my first year of burning man was, uh, I, I went to like moon tribes and a lot of nineties, uh, rave scene. I threw a club in, uh, in LA too. Uh, and then, uh, in the nineties, uh, I started running camps at Burning Man and, um, I went 98, um, and did a bunch of different camps and fell into running, uh, co co-running a camp called the Black Rock Yearbook. And we take, it's a large photography camp. We take uh, yearbook photos every year and there is a Black Rock Yearbook world in BRCDR you can check out. Um, and then, um, started uh, a couple of years ago, I started shooting in, um, 180 3d uh-huh. just um um started getting really interested in 180 i, I really like the proscenium of 180 um i didn't you know i was shooting in 362 but then i kept seeing me in the shot and i was like ah i'm, I'm balding I don't, <laughs> you know whatever so i said maybe i'll maybe i'll stick to 180 um a friend of mine got me a go because he didn't want to be the only one with a go uh, an Oculus Go, and uh, I started uploading my videos to my Go. And then when COVID started hitting, it was a sort of organic for me to start just uh, exploring the social VR platforms because I knew that people were going to be hanging out in the VR. And I started screaming from the rooftops, telling my friends, we should be in VR, we should be doing mm-hmm. this. So um, ultimately, um, I had a birthday coming up, and I started started organizing parties, thinking about my birthday. And I um, was hanging out with Lindsay, who's on our team, who's not here right now. Um, and we saw a photogrammic world uh, that somebody had uploaded to Altspace. Turns out it was Charles, uh, the, uh, the actual Charles. Um, and he's not here yeah. either. Um, and we saw this. I saw this world, and it struck me that um, we can upload a photogrammic world into Altspace. So I remembered a guy I camped who was in my camp. His name was Greg. And I called him up and I knew he had a Matterport camera. And I said to him, hey, uh, do you have any extra scans you could just toss me and I'll just test them, put them up? And he did. Uh, but it turns out that he, uh, him and he and Athena had pitched a rough draft Burning Man world to Burning Man in 2015. And they loved it, but they didn't know what to do with it at the mm. time. Um, so he had said, and he'd put it on the shelf. So he said, Hey, why don't, why don't you try to upload this, this burning man world? And I did. And he and I were standing on playa like this and we we're like, wow, this is cool. We'll start working on it. A week later, burning man gets canceled for COVID and a rocket ship of Athena, me and Greg and sort of a lot of these people, um, went off and that's how I ended up here. Wow. So, it- um, and what, what a great 
yeah no that. yeah so that's a that's a, that's a incredible uh intro so basically yeah you just created a, a world just out of the love of of burning man and then it sort of sort of collected around that is that sort of how it came to be it's like one of those field of dream things if you build it they will come or was there more to it than that well well once we uploaded the world to alt space and realized that that social vr was viable or for it um and then, uh, and then once Burning Man got canceled, um, Athena's like, I'm going into Burning Man and I'm going to make them listen. So she started calling them and bugging them and, uh, and got them, got them interested. And, um, so we quickly started forming teams and figuring out how we're, we're going to do this. Um, the expectations were low. And so we just felt like we wanted to have something for the burn. It was the first time ever Burning Man had been canceled. And we felt that this was an opportunity to do something with the community. So it was truly for well, everybody involved, the love of Burning Man. And we're, and especially Athena and I are, uh, she was, her first year was, my first year was 98. Her first year is 99. Yeah. Uh, she's been, she used to run the LA regional. She's really great at um, community organizing and she knows everybody. Um, and she's uh, not only well-known, but infamous. So um, it's key. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was definitely um, it was definitely a lot of synergies coming together, and 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 then and then how do we teach people to make their own worlds in alt space? It's so um, you know we started doing classes and putting together a, a toolkit and and things like that to help people um, to help them along, right. um, and the community really pushed it up, you know. Uh, we were trying to be the rocket fuel, but it was really the community that came together, saw the vision wow. and went for it. And Burning Man's perfect for VR um, because it's an it's 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 a community and it's art and it's visual and it's Exper experimental. And what do we want to do when we're burning experimental? What do we want to do when we're in VR? We want to get together with our friends and go on adventures. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what we did with Burning Man. So it sort of fit. Perfectly. Right. That's incredible. It's, it is true. I, you know, it's sort of Burning Man is sort of like the meat space way of teleporting us to a whole fantasy world. Right. And this is kind of like the digital way to do the same kind of thing. We're teleporting to different worlds, but they're just not, they're in virtual worlds instead of meat space world. So it makes complete sense. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say that uh, one of the interesting things also is that, you know, you're talking about how you collected this team. We've got a lot here. You've got Athena and, well, guests of Roasted Nuts Ender and uh, Hard Docs, all these people here, Christy. Um, and how many of those people have you actually met in the real world? I'm checking off the list slowly. Um, I've met, obviously, I've known Athena since 2000 and I've never met Christy. Um, I've never met Maven. She lives here in town. And uh, never met Ender. Uh, I have met Justin. So I've met about half of them. Right. Um, and I, I like to joke that a lot of them I like better as cartoon characters. <laughs> so it's, it works out well in the end that I have never met some of That's them. That's right. Um, we see each other on Zoom calls, though. Right. Got it. Got <laughs> so it, got it's it. sort of. But cheating. these are your cartoon friends. But it is it's, it is interesting, though, that you brought together these group of people, but you you met them in the metaverse in a way you've met them in virtual space a lot of the, in a lot of times and not in the real world, which I think is a really fascinating right. way that uh, just collaboration is going and just meeting new people is, is, is happening more and more here. You know, I remember 
back in the days when like dating apps started and people thought, oh, that's crazy. How could you beat someone online? And now it's like people are getting married in old space. You know, it's pretty wild. Yeah, that's true. And 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 uh, there's some people on our team who have never been to Burning Man in real life and are are going to probably go when it comes back. Um, so they're going to have the reverse experience from my experience. They're going to start with the virtual version and go to the real version. And um, boy, we'll be filming them to see, you know, get their instant reaction to the, the differences. Right. Well, you know. You know how everyone dresses up at Burning Man. Someone's got to dress up like their avatar. That would be cool. <laughs> I, we we Cos and Christy uh, are in line. line. When Burning Chris Cos and Christy are already dressed. Probably <laughs> will. In fact, there's got to be. Uh, he's already. Yeah. We think that when we go back to Playa, that the virtual world will references from the VR VRCBR will happen on Playa. They'll be like someone will make a heart emoji uh led thing, and somebody will make a flight tool and hand them out little flight tools and there'll be all these inside jokes to this virtual burn on the real on the real plot yeah. and we're going to try to merge the events together more we're going to try to beam the virtual onto the playa and the playa onto the virtual uh hopefully and we're gonna have a brcbr camp, camp oh there. wow Theoretically. So are you going to have like a camp with headsets? So people, there's an area where people go into the headsets. Have you, have you thought about that or are you... I don't know. I just think that the playa dust will kill the headsets. Mm. Um, what I think will happen is we'll probably, um, more likely beam content into a virtual world and then have a, a, you know, ways for people to maybe the, the Oculus three or four, by the time we get there, uh, we'll, uh, desperate right. we should tell uh tell facebook somebody call it facebook and tell them right yeah um, exactly we want dust proof dust proof glasses and of course like um, I, you, you know thinking just a few steps down the line wait till we have augmented reality glasses where you'll be you know at the playa with ar so that you'll have some virtual beings next to you and some real beings and well yeah um, that's the thing when you when you look at where we're at now and you just go a little bit further into the future you can see how this virtual event could really, you know, when we're not fighting the battle of low poly versus high poly and draw calls and, you know, uh, Android level stuff, when we're not fighting that battle anymore, when that, when that, when the mobile headsets start getting to the speed of a desktop, then, then I think things are going to even get a notch crazier, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm really, that's kind of the most exciting thing as we're building the 2.0, version of BRCVR this year, what I'm really looking, I'm really starting to see like, wow, in a few years, we won't have to be doing this kind of stuff. We'll just be like, there is no low poly playa. Just give us everything and we'll, you know, walk around. And so um, we're looking forward to that time for sure. Cool. Yeah, I got I got one more question before we move on from origin story. But anyone here, uh, you know, if you guys want to ask him a question, please you use the raise hand option. Uh, Trollbot or Blueberry Jam Rock or Roasted Nuts, Hard Knocks. I love the names here. Tim Thompson, Nick. Uh, anyone here has a question, please do uh, let uh, let Doug know. Um, so I guess one more question before we move on. So I I, I like that you know you're talking about your background that you went to film school and then you said that you were in editing. So I I think that technically minded people more gravity towards editing because you're you're figuring out how to do all these effects on a computer and you're pressing all these buttons and you're sort of immersed in that kind of digital world quite a bit do you think that that was a part of the way that you went into uh blackrock uh, as 
on the technical side? And do you think that you, is that more your role as a, as a technical person? I think that uh, my role, you know, I, my role now, what, what the, the, the best part of what I'm, I'm ending up doing this year is that I'm essentially creating movie sets with lighting. And, and that's sort of my favorite part. I'm getting all these models in and I'm, we're creating, we're creating movie sets and, and telling stories in the models, which, which you and I, obviously, you know, this is, this is the most fun of everything. Um, so that's the part I'm enjoying the most, like, you know, um, Hey, this, you know, which we're creating these scenes on playa. Like, you know, you're, you're at two o'clock in Esplanade and it's dusty and you're, you're listening to a couple sound systems and you're just creating these moments in time that you can hang out in. And, um, that's going back to the cinema of the whole thing really, really helped out a lot. It's the editing of the whole thing is, um, you know, there's a lot of, content that we have to cut to put up on youtube so for for you know like oh, i guess i'll cut the you know this thing or that thing so i end up editing things really quickly going back to my old hat got it, and, stuff. Got it. and we were uh and doing production uh physical film production we were we're going to try to shoot some people on a green screen this year have la burners come down and shoot them on a green screen and uh you know pipe them into a world give it that burning man flavor and we were having a production meeting. I'm like, oh, I'm back. This is <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so cool, crazy. Okay, well, you um, have you have touched on it quite a bit, but I guess we'll we'll talk a little bit more in detail about what it is BlackRock, uh, you know, collective does, and what do you how you know how are you um, involved uh, in a in an official capacity with the Burning Man organization in the Burning Man metaverse? <clears throat> the Burning Man organization has has. Um, has blessed, if you will, six different experiences to be uh, virtual official Burning Man uh, virtual experiences. There's um, uh, one of them, uh, you know, is on your is on your phone. Uh, one of them is a Sparkleverse is really great because it's sort of a Zoom sort of vibe, but it's, they've they're a lot of fun, um, you know, and except, you know, they're all just different styles. Um, ours is sort of focused on an immersive VR. We're always looking for the uh, VR. Um, so we have meetings with Burning Man where, where uh, we meet with Maven over there. She's she's uh, mm -hmm. taken on an expanded role at Burning Man. To, um, and so um, so we're very inter intertwined. We got a, an official temple mm, wow. this year from Burning Man, an official man base from Burning Man this oh, year wow. to put into the world. Um, so we're, we're highly integrated into Burning Man. Um, and, um, if you're not aware, Burning Man has pin principles, uh, that guide the events and, um, uh, radical, uh, radical self-inclusion, radical, radical self-alliance gift. Um, and, and one of them is decommodification. So Athena has, uh, been giving principle talks in the world and, um, Converting those principles into a virtual space has been super challenging, and mm. uh, and oftentimes I'll go, that's a tough one. Why don't you call Athena? <laughs> so sorry, Athena. Well, luck luckily yeah, we'll so, have Athena uh, on here in a couple of weeks, so anyone, everyone's got to tune yeah, in for you can our ask her about answers. that. Yeah, <laughs> about that. Right. Um, so it's really great. Um, so anyway, we're very very intertwined with the Burning Man, right? And um, and we have, uh, by the way, we have. Burning Man worlds. I mean, um, when you do Burning Man, we have 
Center Camp, uh, The Gate, um, the Burning Man uh, Playa Info, uh, where you can get information about Burning Man. And um, we have a center where we can give talks about the principles. So we have a lot of Burning Man themed worlds, mm -hmm. too. Um, directly related to right. Burning Man. And so I know that there's some connection between Burning Man and Altspace. Why was uh, why did you choose Altspace as your platform to uh, host all of your Burning Man activities? Um, well, I did extensive research into the history. I'm just kidding. Doing <laughs> that. Um, what I did was, um, <laughs> um, no, I um, basically what I did was I, I basically just went into VR chat, Altspace, big screen, and started to figure out where where would be a great place to because I figured once I told my friends to go into one of these places, I wasn't going to switch to another one very easily because they're all very grumpy. So I thought I'll just go play in a few of them and choose choose one. And I liked the vibe of Alt Space. Um, uh, it didn't seem as hectic as VR Chat to me, so I just picked it. Mm -hmm. Um, ran randomly, not randomly, but it worked on the go and other platforms that uh, some of my friends had. Turns out, didn't know this at the time, but um, a lot of the Alex Kitman and a lot of the people at Microsoft are burners. Mm -hmm. That that Burning Man uh, at Burning Man, a deal was met to possibly purchase Alt Space. You know, from uh, Gavin Whitty, who was you know was was sold it to Microsoft mm -hmm. and by Alchemist, one of the camps at Burning Man is a lot of alt spacers. So just just co totally coincidence wow. that that synergy was there. And a lot of alt spaces um core principles are kind of line up with the 10 principles of Burning Man by design. Right. So it was just a totally random uh happenstance on wow. my part. That's amazing because I, I thought that for sure because uh, I, I thought for sure maybe you had uh, been in someone in touch from old space cause, uh, had been in touch with you and that's how it happened. Cause I thought, cause of course, yeah, we've, uh, had some guests on here who've talked about the history of old space being that, you know, it was independent and then they went to burning man and then they met the people from Microsoft who then hired right. brought it on. And so it's no a cre complete, uh, complete kismet. That's incredible. And so we then were, we uploaded this burning man to alt space in April. Uh, and just sort of left it there and katie kelly randomly came across it and then sent an email because it was on my account sent an email to me and was like what is this we love this you know and then and then it just started it was a total coincidence mm. because they have i think also i guess since then they've opened a lot of uh doors and possibilities for you in the sense that uh, doesn't the the playa kind of is always in their banner world when you're doing the Burning Man and they kind of have allowed you uh, certain technical things that maybe aren't uh, available to many worlds. Isn't that correct? Well, and I think what they've what they've done is realize that all space travels to becoming a sort of a sort of world class events platform has asked us, well, you know, what features do we do you guys need? and a lot of the things that we needed to do were not things that anyone ever thought about in alt space, whether, you know, um, you know, a lot of the, the way the, the, the platform was structured was not how it needed to be. So, so they kind of were asking a lot of different people and we made a whole list of features that we wanted uh, or that we thought that would be beneficial to the whole platform for doing not just Burning Man, but any festival or any events. And um, they were very interested in in seeing you know uh, feedback on that. Um, 
So they're sort of using us as a guinea pig mm. uh, for some things, um, including uh, for this burn. They're gonna, we, we've been guinea, some features coming up that, um, you know, will help organize our event in the platform that is, you know, sort of beta testing. Right. But um, everybody will be able to use all these features by, by everything by next year. Wow. Um, so we're really excited about that. Okay. By, by next year's burn, a lot of the, the kinks will be sorted out and a lot of new features will be there. Oh, wow. Great. I guess maybe then the, the pandemic has helped accelerate this side of things. So there's, there's always some positive sure. that comes out of a negative lemonade out, out of lemons. Right. I think that, that COVID plus the Oculus being at that price point plus, you know, um, you know, BRCBR sort of coming onto Altspace, all those things coming together at once helped make Microsoft realize that they should focus more on the social VR platform and bring it from, you know, down over here into the center of their strategy, which they've done uh, with Mesh. So mm -hmm. we, we, we were, were really happy to be part of that story, um, the, the bigger story of Altspace, and um, very excited to sort of see where it's going and eventually have, you know, volumetric green screen uh, here and, and things like that. Right. So, so, yeah. So, and by the way, if anyone has any comments or questions for Doug, please feel free to use the raise head option and uh, Futurosity will be able to take your, your question over there. Um, so speaking of the green screen, is that how I know involved with other things other than Burning Man in all space, like the Pitbull uh, events and, and things like that. So uh, do you yeah, want to yeah. explain um, how that came about? So Pitbull was in here sort of in, I guess he was captured in a green screen in the real world. His real body or real uh, appearance was brought in into the alt space world. And then you were involved in making that happen in an XR a mixed reality way. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That was part of the UN youth or younger and uh, and his dancers on, uh, on and had conceived of doing it in another platform. And in that platform wasn't working out. Uh, so we we took it on um it was you know um and then it was a lot of editing and production actually mm -hmm. and that was that was really where my background shined i was you know um piecing it all together and figuring it out and cause actually and christy did a huge amount of heavy lifting there so give a give a bow um, for hero up there cause and christy make sure make sure our hero can see you up there <laughs> there we go there we go nice <laughs> Yes, yes. And so Cos and Christy and I and our team went into sort of battle to make this thing happen. There were a lot of pieces of making the club and the tools and the green screen and then figuring out how to make it work in alt space, cram it into an Oculus feeling. Got it. So doing green screen, you know, as a 2D flat plane, you know, uh, can be very, very great and effective, especially if we're looking at a screen. Um, you know, and then as we evolve to a 360 degree uh, hologram, um, you know, um, we'll, you know, I think by next year we'll all be hologram. You wow. Know, you'll be interviewing me on a volumetric green screen. Wow. Is that, that's, <laughs> is that true that that's happening that quickly? Is that what, so, so explain, is that what you, you talked about the mesh technology? Is that a, a have to do with the mesh technology? Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, volumetric green screen is is here. It's sort of like instead of capturing, um, you know, it's, it's capturing 360 degrees of green screen, 
and then and then playing that back. If you go watch the mesh keynote towards the end of that keynote, you'll see the 360 degree uh, people dancing with avatars. So you'll be a person, mm. a fully 360 degree person dancing with an alt wow. avatar. And they're sort of the mesh is a sort of meshing the real world with the virtual world or meshing the AR with the VR. So I could put on the glasses and uh, we had Pitbull, uh, not Pitbull, uh, Pitlow uh, played live at the Apply Alchemist camp last wow. year. And he had AR glasses on and he could see into the the alt space audience and see the crowd dancing to his wow. music. That's pretty crazy. So I think that's where we're all headed. Wow. So I, I didn't realize it was that close. I guess when you think about it, when you see uh, Zuckerberg, you know, and he's in his uh, Facebook horizon world and he'll be there in right. a real person. I've known, I know James Cameron has been in alt space before uh, beaming in from New Zealand. And well, he was, from, from he Weta. was in that uh, keynote, right? That was, that's right. And so, and so yeah. that I, uh, that you're saying is going to become more ubiquitous in the next year or two. Yes. That's incredible. Very, that's for very, sure. I think that's going to be democratized and everybody's going to, we're, we're not even going to think it's cool anymore. Right. So, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. So who, the question is who here will beam in, in their real person and who prefers their avatar form? Let's give it, let's give emojis for who beams in, in their real person. And who's going to stay I, in I avavatar form? My, I want to, pre I prefer my avatar form. Right. It's, I think that, um, Beaming in in person is uh, over. Um, you know, also, I think that's going to be useful for talks, celebrities, mm. uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think right now, um, the volumetric stages in LA are, I don't remember, was it $10,000 an hour? Some insane, some insane price that none of us can afford. There are actual volumetric stages uh, in LA. Mm. The one, the, I guess, the one uh, down da, downside to the avatars is that there's less emotion in the faces. That's the only thing I miss in in real life. But when you right. see the avatars coming in, when you see like James Cameron, he's always wearing the headset, the Hololens, so you can't get any uh, emotion from his eyes anyway. I guess they're going to have to figure right, out how to right. take off the headsets in order for him to interact. Um, so, so, well, that's that's. I think that the way the the way you know we put a screen for the person to see into the world and not wear headgear because you know he's turning in he's turning into Terminator. Okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, Cameron. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool. Anyone has any questions? If not, uh, we'll just uh, keep rolling along here. Hello, Strawberry Santa and uh, G, G. Jeffrey and uh, Othello back there, double. Um, Khaleesi Don, nice to see all of you. So, um, well, that's really cool. I'm, I didn't realize that was that close, and I'm super uh, hopeful that it, it continues to move in that direction. Um, Do not hold me to yeah, it. It could yeah, take a year. Right. I'm thinking my next year's burn will be green screening and hauling uh, hollow rotationing and all kinds of stuff that's yeah that sounds so, that sounds very cool. i hope i don't get a call from microsoft saying hey <laughs> yeah, you yeah, told yeah. them it was gonna be next year man right. um so i'm curious before we uh, i guess uh, I, I guess i'm on this slide now so i'll ask you this so this is a very exciting honor that you got which is the producers guild of america award for innovation um how did they how did you even get on their uh their radar and how how did you um come to this award Another synergy 
um, it was one of those things where what, you know, somebody on the producers guild. So some of the people on the producers guild uh, media council ha have been into VRCBR, really enjoyed the experience. Um, and several moments in time, we intersected with those people. Athena was on, Athena intersected with them on a panel, uh, on a uh, meet and greet, rather, and they say, hey, you should apply for the PGA. Mm. And usually when somebody says that to you, you think, maybe right, I should. Right. Um, and then somebody else also told a story about running into one of those people, and they talked about it. And, um, you know, the Producers Guild, um, it, you know, a lot of people outside of maybe L.A. don't, know right. what the producers give right. is uh, it's sort of a, it felt like a hometown mm. award for me um you know most people you know were thinking that we won some kind of golfing <laughs> award right, right, right. um and um you know but uh we were very excited about that um, so for i guess for and, for people who um, don't know, the Producers Guild is uh, when you see produced by in the in the credits of a movie, that person has a guild uh, that they're involved with. So it's, it's like a union. You've got the Writers Guild, you've got the Directors Guild, and you've got the Producers Guild. And so it, it's sort of across because it's a different industry, right? It's really the film and television industry. And so I think it's really interesting that they brought in the virtual reality industry. Yeah, I think the, the Producers Guild created a new media council, which is sort of focused on new ways of storytelling. Right. And some of the other fellow uh, people who were nominated for this award were all sort of um, interestingly, you know, there's a lot of like acting, like actors performing plays or doing a theatrical interactive experience mm. within VR, mm. um, you know, and so it was interesting to see where the trend is going. Mm. A lot of actors maybe couldn't stuff because of COVID, but now they can't, can throw on their headset and be in an interactive environment. So it was, it's, um, it's really clever of them to start to put a plant, a flag into mm. the, into the future. Got it. So, Got it. um, Oh, well, congratulations on that. That's a, uh, uh, for, for those of you who nodded in, in LA or the film industry, it's, it's really great. So, uh, really, really love that. Um, all right. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. Did, and by the way, did you go in Meet Space? Did you go and get the award in a, or I guess the pandemic's still on. So it was all, uh, on Zoom or no, something? No, uh, they, what they did was they told, they told everybody to send in a video and if you can, they'll, they'll, they'll play it. And, uh, so they had a live broadcast and uh, Athena and I, um, went into a world, um, that our friend Chris, Chris Payne's world. And we, we, we got in the hot tub <laughs> and we had virtual drinks <laughs> and we had virtual and we did a virtual toast and, um, the videos out there and, and the guy who presented the, the guy who threw to the award would just look on his face when we got back. I'm going, uh, okay. <laughs> Cause we thought we were cutting to somebody, you know, thank you for, you were in a hot tub of drinks, a virtual hot tub. Of yeah, drinks. Yeah, so yeah. it was kind of a, yeah, that's so funny. It shows where the future is. Yeah, exactly. No more, no more tuxedo. We just, uh, you know, hop in the hot tub to get your award. Makes total sense. Hop in the hot tub with a, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So we, uh, we, we talked a little bit about the future and, and where you, you think this is going, but I guess, um, you know, you talked about next year, you're going to do a, a dual event, maybe in virtual world, but also in the playa. That's of course, if the variant doesn't give way to another variant, doesn't give way to another variant, we're just in the pandemic forever that we'd ever have to worry right. about the real world again. Right. But let's assume that, uh, the, uh, pandemic will be over next year. Um, so tell us again, what are those plans? Um, so you're going to be 
at the playa in the real uh, Burning Man, but also there'll be still a BlackRock presence in virtual reality? Yeah, I think, you know, BRCBR needs to, to stand on its own in a non-COVID era to be its own entity, to be its own thing existing alongside the real event. Um, but we were scheming how we could sort of do both. Like we could rent a house near there, you know, have a production zone, have shuttling back and forth to the event, um, star linking, you know, from the playa into the event. So we have a, have a whole list of talking to certain camps about shooting in, in 360 and beaming their sets into, into a skybox or something like that. So we we're, we sort of have a list of things we ideas we have hitting a button in the virtual world and seeing a flame effect go off on playa mm. um things like oh. that making that's cool the interactivity here happen out there wow. or vice versa you see a button not on playa and you you know you're you're making something happen in in, oh, cool. in the virtual world so how can we bring because we think the future is hybrid events we think that you know as the world opens up, you know, how can we bring virtual events and real life events together mm -hmm. you know, in a way? So I think that's the next phase of this existence because, um, you know, there'll always be a need for people all over the world want to go to Burning Man. They can't. Yeah. Um, but if this could be an on-ramp for them, we, we, you know, this would be an amazing on-ramp for the, for the culture and, and, and having access to the event and feeling like they're, they're part of it, even though they can't physically get to Nevada. Right. And of course, here. this is what people about how the the possibilities of the metaverse and virtual reality are so big because how many 50,000 people can make it to the playa, but there's like That's right, 7 000. billion people there's who millions. can get a headset, right? Or not exactly, but the, That's right. the, 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 the chances right. are so right. much uh, exponentially bigger. Yeah. As Athena says, location-based entertainment will always be limited by physical limitations like the fire marshal or the in Bernie man's case, it's actually the road coming in uh, is the two lane highway. There's only right. a limited amount of um, so we, you know, but there's people all over the world who want to have access to uh, some kind of Bernie man experience during the burn week. Right. So you're right. It's the metaverse. We've sort of created a metaverse of Bernie man um, already. Yeah. And we think we can we can grow that over the next few years into something that stands on its own, um, you know. And because of the ten principles, it, it hopefully keep it relatively authentic and free of you know sort of corporate sponsorship and you know keep it decommodified and try to keep that gift society gift gifting coming and and um, keeping people engaged. So absolutely. Um, Great, cool, and and you, I, I love the idea of uh, also you know so you're talking about things in the real world that affect things in the virtual world and back. So so my question, of course, is you know uh, a year ago we talked about Cause created the Burning Man Flying Saucer Club in virtual reality. So when is he going to build that in Meat Space in the Playa? That's my question. I want to be busted. <laughs> I want to be busted to move in that thing in real life. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> He's leaving. He's leaving. Um, I think what Cause could do. Um, and by the way, cause is cause has gone to a lot of regional. He's never actually been to the, right. the Burning Man, so we're hopeful that he will come in. And then what I think you should do is take one of those pillars, mm -hmm. those flaming pillars of the Burning Saucer Club, mm 
and put it on Playa and then, um, you know, have an interactive element to it that, you know, like uh, I know that uh, Brian Krawitz and I were talking about, you know, uh, MIDI over IP and so triggering effects cause can uh, become a pyromaniac and uh, flame effects and such. Nice. Sounds really safe. Love it. <laughs> uh, by the way, I love I love the I love the blue afro uh, Krawitz. That's a that's really cool hair. Um, yes, yes. Cool. Um, we're hopefully it's going to be purple, or he's going to change it to some red, maybe by the time the burn happens. Right. Nice. Um, cool. <laughs> so if anyone, once again, if anyone has any questions or comments for Doug, uh, just use the raise hand option and we can take it now. Uh, so just let us know. Um, so, okay, let's, let's, let's let our imagination fly. So that's, that's talking in the next year or two, three years. Where do you think this is headed in the next 10 years? Where do you think, where's the big, long, uh, long-term look? The, the long-term you know, as these headsets get better and smaller and lighter, I think we won't have as much, you know, onboarding and we won't have as much. It'll be, you just flow right into the world. So I think that just like you have here, we can just keep walking and walking and, you know, never ends. You know, we can actually simulate the entire Burning Man playa and all the back camps and the front gate and the whole thing. You can literally go into the back streets and find a party going on. Like you can, there's no end to the simulation, you know, there's limitation on the simulation. So, um, you could actually see us working towards that in the next like five years, mm. you know, um, at the rate things are going, the Oculus six, maybe, and or maybe Apple will come along and save us here and, and have a, have a great AR experience. I think the future was AR mm -hmm. and then COVID happened. Mm. And then people realized they don't want to, they don't want to see, uh, stuff in their living room. They want to get away from want to put on a VR headset. Mm. And so the trajectory switched over to VR. VR was always the promise that never mm. happened for a while. But 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 COVID really brought that forward. And I think that um, you know, I think that VR may have some legs. I think the glasses will just merge into one. So you'll just go into VR mode, flip into AR mode, and won't be a distinction between here's my VR, um, those will those will melt away. And it'll just be VR mode, AR mode. Right. So, um, anyway, right. that's I think. And just like we were talking before the show, where Athena is saying, "Oh, I, you know, everyone is going to be a dual self now. We're going to have, you know, the 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 virtual self, the augmented self, the real mm -hmm. self, and they're all going to be sort of a a, a, a cornucopia of, of ways that we can appear in different worlds. Kind of crazy. To think where it's yeah, I think everyone's going to develop more multiple personalities or exactly. characters. Right. Um, and then, you know, I, some of the VR platforms are trying to get you like you scan your face and you put it in or right. spatial. So, but there's that uncanny valley still right there. So it just it doesn't look right. So yeah. I actually prefer the cartoony character, uh, at least now. Right. Right. So. Cool. And some someday, 20 years from now, they'll they'll be wanting to come back to these low poly worlds because it's like cool, like 8-bit Super Mario Brothers again It'll or something like right? your intro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this will be like your 80s intro. Exactly. It'll be like Max Headroom. It'll be super it'll cool. Be it'll be like, like it'll be super hipster. Cause used to look like that. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like yeah, it'll be a retro. We're retro ten years from now. Exactly. So enjoy it. Exactly. Exactly. Send a message to yourself in the future, talking about how cool you think you are now is this retro version of yourself, and then let yourself laugh at yourself for not being cool in the future.
just... it gets very confusing, doesn't it? I, I kind of pity the kids that grow up these days. It's like, man, we had it so easy. These guys are like, uh, it's, it's a very confusing world. Um, in any case. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So you're, you're in the, in the middle of your, uh, you're uh, preparing for Burning Man right now. Uh, how can people get in touch with you and how could they get involved with BlackRock, uh, collective and Burning Man? Uh, BRCBR, you can go to brcbr.org slash participate and sign up. We need, we can have people who are uh, creators. Um, there's all kinds of ways you can interact. Uh, some people are, are participating by creating, creating a world. Some people are participating by, um, you know, showing up and being on ply when people spawn in saying, great, hello, you know, and helping people. So, um, you know, uh, Edward Bean has been, uh, and Callisti have been shepherding in a lot of volunteers and such. Um, so you can always get, you can always access us through brcbr.org and we have a Facebook page and a discord and a Twitter and an Instagram. It's, it's so easy to find us if you want to get involved. And we're also looking for people all over the world. Um, you know, we're trying to be multi time zoned. Um, so if you're in Europe, if you're um, in in you know Taiwan, you know there's a lot of places that um, are interested in participating, um, and we're going to try to run programming for those time zones as, as well. So um, no matter where you are in the world, you can you can get involved. That's great, and I I'm, I'm, I wonder I'm curious like is if if the people that are Burning Man are typically North America uh, or all the Americas, and is this going to expand that out? So that'd be really interesting to see this become a global phenomenon. We've been making a lot of effort um, because we noticed that there was a lot of German, uh, English, um, just people from all over the world um, always wanted to go to Burning Man. Burning Man was sort of a mythical place overseas. Well, now we have a cartoon mythical place. It, that they don't have the distinction and they're, they're happy to be, you know, uh, involved. So what we're finding is there's a lot of burner adjacent or burner curious people who, who want to get involved. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the burners are going to try to drive out to the real playa, uh, this year with, you know, and just go to the chaos mm -hmm. out there. But a lot of people want to get involved uh, from all over the world. You know, we're their access point to the, culture cool well that is awesome and i hope uh people do reach out and i hope that uh we just keep expanding the metaverse and keep expanding uh black rp cvr yes and uh we're on the case we're on the metaverse <laughs> okay. case we are we're going for it that's that's so awesome <laughs> we are going for it that's it cool so, um sure. that's so amazing well great well thank you so much for for coming on and hopefully we can get the word out before all of you fine folks leave here we're gonna have to get a picture on our beautiful step and repeat over there with doug and athena and cause and Kalisa and everybody here uh but before we do that thank you for teleporting into this worldcast of simulation nation whether you're with us in virtual reality listening to the podcast on spotify or apple podcast or watching in glorious technicolor on youtube through our man hero up there and remember to subscribe to our instagram at the simulation nation twitter at simulation vr facebook and discord and join us next time for our trip into the metaverse until then stay plugged my friends